Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more, and we work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. All right, welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. We're in a series talking about the destiny of believers. Last week, I talked about the intermediate state, which is essentially answering the question of where people go when they die. What I want to talk about now is actually pivoting to the eternal state. This is where people that are believers in Christ will spend eternity with God after Christ returns and fully establishes new creation, after Christ returns and judges. Two different things going on here. And this is, I think, where a lot of confusion happens, because we talk a lot about people going to heaven when they die. But we don't often talk about what that actually means. To be in the intermediate state is to be with the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, as Paul put it. It is to be part of the great cloud of witnesses. It is to be part of the spirits of the righteous made perfect, as we saw in Hebrews last week. So, that's a big deal. But it's not actually where we will be spending eternity. And I think people get confused about this pretty quickly. We actually get confused even more so because we have these ideas that are both early and late (laughs) um, in our heads about what life will actually be like after death. Some of the later ideas come with the Renaissance and some of the different poets uh, and different people within our culture um, that have had these ideas about what life will be like. So you have things like the cherubs, these baby angels in Renaissance art. That's not what cherubim are. Um, You have things like this idea of heaven is going to be getting a harp and sitting on a cloud somewhere with white robes, maybe some wings. Those are all late ideas. That is not really what life in the hereafter will be like. We also have some early ideas that maybe inspired some of that later thinking. And this is where I think we need to be really careful. Because some of these later ideas that a lot of people have about life after death that does not involve bodily resurrection actually have precedent in early heresies that were started around the early church. There's an early heresy called Gnosticism. And the idea with Gnosticism, there are a lot of different things that go into it, so it's easy to oversimplify. But the part that's relevant for this today is that they believed that the body anything physical, the physical world, was evil. It was tainted. It was sinful. And the spirit was pure. So the idea with salvation is that people needed to find a way to have their spirit escape from the physical prison of their body. That way, they could then ascend through different levels of heavens and eventually come back to becoming one with the highest, good, impersonal spirit, God. That was kind of the idea that the Gnostics had, and it was influenced heavily by Platonic philosophy. There are a lot of problems with this idea. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, really the biggest one is, is just to keep things in focus. This is not what the Bible teaches. The Bible does not teach that all physical matter is evil. If that were true, then Christ would not have become incarnate. It does teach that physical matter was tainted by sin. Christ coming in his incarnation is part of what set that right. 
Christ's atonement in the heavenly tabernacle in Hebrews 9, with his own blood, is part of what sets that right, atoning for the whole world. So, yes, physical matter has some problems, but it's not inherently evil. We're not talking about wanting to escape that purely spiritually. That is a Gnostic, that is a Greek philosophical and Neoplatonic idea. That is not what we see in Scripture. Rather, what we see in Scripture is the hope of bodily resurrection. Christ is the first fruits of the resurrection. He had a body. When he was resurrected, he was able to eat. He was also able to walk through walls. We don't understand that because we don't have bodies like that. That's beyond our experience. So I don't think we want to focus too much on exactly what that would be like and how it works because it's frankly beyond our experience. But needless to say, that means having a bodily existence. Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians 15. He talks about the different kinds of body, that there are different glories according to the kinds of body in the heavens with the sun and the moon and the stars. He talks about the fact that the physical has to die so that the new glorified body can be raised. We see a lot of themes around physical resurrection and in Revelation especially, but we get some of this from the Old Testament in Ezekiel and Isaiah, uh, we have this idea of the new heavens and the new earth, that God isn't just going to help us escape from this existence. He's actually going to make things right. So what he's doing is actually renewing, or restoring, recreating the heavens and the earth. So there will be a new heavens and a new earth, and they will meet as the city, the new Jerusalem, descends from heaven and rests on earth. The idea of that is very simple. It's basically like Eden. It is the place where God is. It is the place where heaven and earth intersect. Only this time it will be global. This time it will be eternal. That is what we are looking forward to when we are talking about the new heavens and the new earth, when we are talking about life in the hereafter, when we're talking about the eternal state after Christ returns and judges the living and the dead. That is the destiny that we have as believers in Christ. So that is what we are calling people to. That is the hope that we are pointing people to. Next week, we'll talk a little bit more about what that actually looks like, what we will be doing in the hereafter. And I think that helps to really fill out the picture of the hope that we have in Christ that we're proclaiming in the gospel. Thank you for tuning in. That's all for this week. And again, as always, please like, subscribe, share, rate, review on all the different podcast platforms and social media so that we can get the word out and help equip Christians to share the gospel effectively with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. Raise the sun.